Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome and thank you as always for joining us. Delighted to be spending our day with you. Got a, always a great show for you. Lots of very interesting information. Uh, thanks Is for finding really? us. Is it yeah, really? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I think. Well, they're listening, so it must be. Well, we, we got some. We got some great stories for you this week. Definitely. Yeah, a lot good of. Uh, please tell your friends about us. You can find us on our Facebook page. You can find us on multicomputerandtechnologyradio.com. Yeah, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and all kinds of places. So tell your friends about that, and they can find us in many ways. And how was your week? Uh, working. I am on the last bit of my uh, book. Yay. Android smartphones for seniors, and what's kind of really interesting is my editors are not seniors, and every time I turn in a chapter, I get text messages saying, I didn't know that, I didn't know that, I didn't know that, so I think I'm doing a good book that's going to benefit everybody, and it'll be in 12-point type so everybody can read it. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, that's not large print. I think large print is 14.5, but 12-point it's bigger type. Bigger. Okay, so people can actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> than a regular Excellent. book. Yeah. Well, I am delighted to hear that. Yeah, I got you know, a lot of stuff. You know, it's kind of funny. I know you're going to do a, a bit of a story on Samsung uh, announcement that they had on the new phones. And I've been seeing, you probably have too, there have been a ton of new ads for the foldable Samsung phones. Right. And I keep looking at them going, I don't know. I, it just doesn't interest me at all. Uh, what's your take and what's, what's going on at Samsung? Well, before we talk about Samsung, kicked off the folding phones. Yeah. So, you know, the question is, is it a gimmick or is it the future? And think about how many people, for example, you're an iPhone user, prefer the smaller iPhones. Why? Because they're smaller and right. they weigh less. Yeah. I have played with folding phones. I have not uh, played with the flip phone. But I have mm -hmm. played with, you know, the full-size uh, chocolate bar folding phones. Right, right. They're heavier. They're heavier. Yeah. Thicker, um, heavier. Yeah, when I was doing research for my book, I was using a Pixel 3 XL, which was like from 2018. Mm -hmm. What a phone. And it was so light and so fast. I mean, even from that era. It was a great phone. But, you know, the key thing, felt good in the hand because it was small. And, you know, that's the thing you have to think about. What, what do you choose when you buy a phone? What's important to you? If size and weight is important, I don't think a folding phone is going to be for you. Yeah, and you know, to for me, me, well, I was going to say, weight, weight is, doesn't matter to me. Uh, I don't know. Does, do you carry your phone in your purse? Is that how you yep, walk around yep. with your phone? Yeah, yeah, so it probably doesn't make a big difference what it weighs. I keep it in my pocket. It doesn't make a big difference to me. Uh, yeah, but I when know. I use it as an alternate tablet, because occasionally I do, I start looking at the news on my phone and right. stuff like that. Um, you know, you have to exercise your fingers because your hand can start to cramp. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. Oh, but sure, all the time. Yeah, it happens. And a lighter phone isn't going to do that. No, so, exactly. Yeah, I and, don't know. I just don't see it. And the flip phone, you know, I love the idea. I love the idea. That Samsung Fold 3, Galaxy yep. Z Fold 3, uh, excuse me, the Flip 3, 
That's the small flip phone. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's sexy. It's adorable. It's beautiful. Has an incredible display. But we all know that the phones we use are slippery. Yes, right. True. Right, and this is a small device. This can fall out of a pocket so easily. In my humble opinion, I have not tested it, so I don't know. Right. You know, Samsung isn't even talking to me, so I don't Uh-oh. know. Oh. Yeah, because I'm writing a book about Android. They're not talking ah, to me anymore. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So that was interesting. But um, yeah, I really don't know if it's practical. And for the price, these phones are not cheap at all. No, they're not. I mean, I think the Fold 3 is here. It's 1380. Right. Or excuse me, 1980. And the smaller Galaxy Z Flip is 1380. 1380, right. That's yeah, a I mean that's lot a lot of money. of money. I mean that's way more expensive than the most expensive iPhone. Well, not go oh, 1380 would be right around the price of a of an expensive, you know, uh, iPhone 12. Uh, right. With all the bells and whistles, that's going to be around fourteen hundred dollars. But you see, you have you have the whole thing about the phone. It uh, the folding. It's a gimmick. It's a it gimmick is, that nobody else has, and people with fu money will probably buy it, and we'll see it. Um, it's weird because it also works with the S Pen si- si- stylus. Okay, right. the Fold Three. So. How, how are you going to be carrying the stylus? Um, maybe yeah. it slides into the device. It probably slides. I would think it yeah. probably slides. I mean, I mean just the like thing, the notes, you know, right. have their stylus. I mean, I think one of the things, the positive would be that if it drops and it's closed, it protects your screen, unlike a regular phone, which may have a glass screen on it of some kind. So it's it's got a little bit more protective. But it just doesn't make me jump for joy. I'm more than happy to turn my iPhone sideways if I want to watch something on display. Uh, I don't know how big the display is on when it's unfolded. Do you know what the size is, screen size? Uh, hold on. I can look it up for you. Um, but the point is, and I, I, I'm still looking for the sizes, and I do not... I. I'll look it up, but okay. we don't know if it's got a ceramic back or a glass right. back. Remember, you've got the back to worry about, too. We think, of course. you know, they're saying the iPhone's coming out in titanium. Right. I don't know that I care about titanium, you know. Only in a, only from a strength potential to crack the phone. Beyond that, I don't know how often. I've never seen, frankly, I've had a bazillion phones in my life, and I've never cracked the back of a phone. I've cracked the front of a phone. But yeah. I've never cracked the back of a phone. Well, you know, but who knows in the different permutation of these phones how it affects, you know, the, the back of the phone. I don't know. Yeah, right. We don't know. Um, they say for the new Samsung phones have less plastic. I think that's just in the packaging. <laughs> I, yeah, personally, I, I personally think that phones should use more plastic. Because an interesting feature of the Pixel 3XL that I tested, if you held it in your hand and you just squeezed it with your hand, you know, boop, like that, right? you could start a specified program. You could take a picture. Right. You could take a screen. T- you could do some. And I thought that was a great thing, and I don't think that could be accomplished with titanium. So... 
Well, I guess we'll see where this goes with folding phones and how many people. They say they're going to ship about 7 million of them. So we'll see if 7 million people buy those phones. Um, I don't know. Well, what else and, the interesting th- and the interesting thing is um, the Flip 3, the smaller phone, has two 12-megapixel cameras and mm-hmm. a 10-meg. Uh, what more can smartphones do with the cameras, and why would we care? You don't. <laughs> That's, uh, we've, we've talked about this for years, about overkill on megapixels. Every time a new phone comes out, it's 12, it's 50, it's 1,000 megapixels. Just Who make cares? a quality camera with good lenses. Yeah. That's not where you put the plastic. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that, it, the, the megapixel cameras don't make any sense. But it's a good, you know, it's a, a selling technique for them. So what else did Samsung come out with? Anything exciting? Well, they came out with Galaxy Buds. <sighs> I mean, again... I don't know how good everybody else's hearing is, but a pair of buds is a pair of buds. Still, right. honestly, the best thing that I use are those Bose sunglasses that look look like Ray Bans. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, best thing in the, the world. Week, week. I yeah. forget what it's called. I, I have a couple backed up for Christmas that I bought at at that sale. Right, and that was great. Because you wear sunglasses anyway. What do you need? Stupid-looking things in your ears? Yeah, right. I, I, not only do they look stupid, but how many people do you know that lost them? Oh, always. So, uh, X out on that. Uh, Samsung has a Galaxy Watch 4. Okay. Interesting. I converted back to fitness bands from a watch because I... I got beautiful watches. If I want to wear a watch, I got beautiful watches. I don't need a piece of electronic big honking thing on my wrist. Now, they have shifted to Tizen or Tizen, which is an open source operating system uh, used by Samsung for wearables and smart TV. So, yeah, I think that's great. And if you're into, you know, smart watches, go Go to your Best Buy. Go wherever you go to kick tires and try them out. Um, I just prefer the smaller fitness band that weighs nothing Mm -hmm. that I sometimes forget that I even have on because all I care about are a few health numbers. Uh I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, I'm just looking. Marcia sent me a picture, and she just got a brand new car. Congratulations on this. <laughs> it's just a beautiful. It's pink, so I'm not. I'm not really sure about it. It's uh, apparently it's called a Fun Boy and B- Fun Boy Barbie floating car for your pool. <laughs> and it it's like car so size. Cute. It's car size. It's it about is. the size of a VW. Um, it's yeah. It's a uh, Fun Boy collaborated with Barbie. And that's a Southern California company, and I bought it, and it wasn't cheap. But, man, is it cool. I can write during the day, and because, hey, let's face it, I color my hair. You you get to a certain point where you you need to color your hair. And chlorine doesn't work well with red hair. So I don't like to dive into the pool anymore unless, unless. So I can climb into this little boat and float around the pool and paddle a little bit and kick a little car. Yeah. This is a car. car. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But car on water. But anyway, they are really cute. If you want to take a look at them, that's not our buy of the week. Uh, They're on Amazon and it's a fun boy Barbie Jeep, I think it is. They don't have any electronics to this where you can motor around the pool, do they? Nothing. 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 Oh, that's too bad. And we got some of these that do. We got a small motor. 
and we have it on a string in the pool, so it'll be in the middle of the pool, and then the other Fine. side is being held down by the pool, uh, the pool strainer stick, whatever that thing yeah. is, <laughs> okay, because right. we don't want um, what are they called? Those little animals that look like bandits that come by oh, in the middle, uh, of trash bandits. Yes, raccoons. They yeah. come by in the middle of the night. And they ate our last $150 pool floats. Oh, so, geez. Or they, they broke them up. So now we have it so this thing's in the middle of the pool that they'd have to swim to it to get it. <laughs> yeah, so they're anchored. You got your anchor in the pool. You got it. So. Wow, very cool. Uh, okay, so uh, this is interesting. Norton, which has been around forever, and I was a major hater of Norton back in the day. Uh, I still hate just- it. I Just still hate Norton it. and McAfee. So, you know, there I mean, you go. on, on KBC, all it is every, is a data grab from for your computer. I mean, literally every week on KBC, I would say don't install Norton because they made it in those days impossible to uninstall it. It took you like three weeks to try to figure out how to uninstall the program. Well, Norton LifeLock, LifeLock, who we happen to like, is merging yeah. with the Vast. Uh, they already own AVG uh, and Avera. And the question is, are they going to get rid of these free antivirus software programs so that you have to pay for one now and you don't get them for free? Because, frankly, the, the free ones have worked really well. You know, Avast well, is one of the big ones. Yeah, Avast is good, but I stopped using it when I found out how much data it takes off your computer. Right. And if you guys want to research that, you can do it on your own. It, it's, it's a thing. And Norton, I never liked. And it right. is free. To LifeLock members, which we are, and right. I'm not using it, I pay for Malwarebytes, which is recognized as one of the top, not only antivirus, anti-malware, web protection, ransomware, exploit protection, um, and it's worth the money because I know what I'm getting. Right. And it covers several computers. So. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've always done, and it's kind of dumb. I have McAfee or McAfee. I've never known how to pronounce that. Um, Dead. And it, <laughs> yeah. Well, it comes on the. It came on my new Dell laptop, and it's installed there. But for the most part, I do something that I am fine with, but other people shouldn't. I've never used an antivirus software program. I'm just well, you very, know, the, very the cautious. one that comes Windows Defender. Yeah, which I have well. running along with Malwarebytes, yep. is an excellent friggin' program. So yeah, it is. Let it let it be. You don't have to pay for all these things. You really, and if you have questions, contact us at our Facebook page or email us at markandmarsha@gmail.com. Yep. We'll be more than happy to give yeah, you advice exactly. on this stuff. So uh, DuckDuckGoGo, which is a search, a private search engine, has been around a long time. And yep. I suspect that there aren't a huge amount of people that either A, know what it is, or yeah. think it's something that came out of a video game or something. Uh, but it has been a very good uh, search engine that the pledge is not to track you and to keep your searches anonymous. So, um, you know, there's others like that, Brave, which I've also tried. I've probably tried all of these. Uh, but they've been ramping up their advertising recently. Uh, and they're trying to become a direct competitor to Google Search, which is the, you know, the big daddy of them all. Uh, they've got extensions for Chrome, Firefox, Safari, and others. Um, and people are just becoming more and more aware, thanks to a lot, thanks in part to Marsha, who's been talking about this for a year, uh, how, much, <laughs> how much your private information is available to tech companies and advertisers. And it's a tough one, you know. Um, but you know some things about DuckDuckGo. What, what's your well, opinion? 
Honestly, um, my husband uses DuckDuckGo. He alternates between that one and Brave, which is yep. an excellent search engine. Um, but I did learn something interesting that I told you about uh, before yeah. the show. And it's a new ad-free search, so you don't have to pay for an ad blocker. Right. Okay? And it's called Neva, N-E-E-V-A. And Neva is basically search. Um, it's privacy-focused. Um, it doesn't serve you up ads. Bottom line, you have to pay for it. You get a three-month free trial, mm -hmm. but it costs you four ninety-five a month. Right. And, you know, like we talked about, you weren't here last week, we talked about what is the value of your data. Yeah, To protect absolutely. it at four ninety-five a month might be just worth it. Because mm -hmm. to admit that you are the product... You know, yeah, you give them all this data so they can, you know, they can make money. Well, no. If they're making money off of you, you should be being paid. And that was mm -hmm. part of what we talked about last week. Um, so I think Neva, Neva was developed by someone who used to work, one of the original developers of Google Search. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is I found all these other search websites they get a lot of data from Bing. Microsoft Bing seems to be a real pusher in the market, mm -hmm. and we didn't know that. Uh, and I don't do Microsoft Bing searches that often. Do you? No. We should try it. I mean, yeah. if we're going to expose ourselves to <laughs> to um, a search, you can try it. Uh, but this new Neva really sounded interesting. Kara Swisher interviewed. Uh, the guy who developed it. And I think it could be a thing. I would rather pay for this than Norton. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they shared an example of, uh, and my wife's a big cook. So uh, what it looks like to get a chocolate chip cookie recipe in Google versus what it did in Neva. And Google made you look through 8 billion ads uh, while Neva lets you just get the recipe. That's right. So, yeah, so that's kind of, it might be worth five bucks a month to be able to do that. Uh, I, I'm and serious, and, and I've thought about this, and they've got a lot of investors, which, of course, duh. I mean, you come up right. with any kind of decent idea these days. People are going to give you crazy money right. to invest in it. But um, I think Neva, it's N-E-E-V-A. Check it out. And they're on Twitter, at Neva. And it's a private search engine. I, I think this could be the future. Rather pay for that, like I said, the Norton or an ad blocker. People pay for ad blockers. Well, this is right, right here in the, in the search engine. Yeah, it's so, probably worth five bucks a month to not get advertisement every time you turn something on. You know, a little video in the corner advertising something. They're just popping up everywhere. Um, you know, even on my iPhone, you see a story and then you have to scroll down to 64 ads before you get the rest of the story. So it's getting a little annoying, I have to say. Yeah, and, the uh, ads yeah. are getting to be too much. Sometimes the entire first page of my search in Google is yeah, all it's ads. Ridiculous. Now, by the way, I don't know if this is available for Android. And if it isn't available for Android, uh, you're going to have um, uh, Emoji Envy. Because this uh, just in the last day or so, they've released Ted Lasso I saw, emojis. I saw. No, yeah, they're not I, available for Android. And you know uh, what? I don't care. Oh, I, I, don't I love care. Ted Lasso. Love Ted Lasso. I don't care. Uh, if I'm texting you, it's for a reason. It's not to right. send you pictures. Yeah. Uh, I love well, Ted Lasso, too. I think it's a great show. We watch it all the time. Yeah, it's a great but, show. 
As far as emoji, uh, really, just, yeah, just another just another licensing money grab. Well, there you go. Um, all right. <laughs> so apparently, um, BitTorrent companies, torrent companies, uh, have been for years around. They were the ones that originally allowed you to download pirated movies that were and completely music. illegal. Wait a minute. And let's music. take it all and the music, way right. back. Yeah. Right. Music. And what was that? It was, uh, oh gosh, what was that big site that's name is escaping me now? The music site, the original. Oh, great. Uh, something Thank you. A, yeah. Something with an N. I don't know. Whatever it was. Uh, it was around for a long time and you could get all this free music. Of course, you were, co- you were violating every copyright law in the country and the movies were illegal. And, and bear in mind, they were illegal to download. And I have to tell you, this is back a number of years ago. Our dear friend, Mark Oliski was downloading movies. I remember this. And I said to him, you know, I don't think that's such a smart idea. And all of a sudden he called me and said, you're right. He got a notice from, I don't remember who it was, one of the studios, MGM, somebody saying, we've noticed you're illegally downloading our movies. Cut it out. Uh, And, you know, it was pretty crazy. So these uh, torrent sites were very famous. And one of the most famous ones was the one that's called the PirateBay.com company. And apparently, or dot com rather, and it apparently is available for sale right now. Um, the last time it was bought by an anonymous buyer was around $31,500. The current minimum asking price now is $65,000. So the question is, what are you going to do with it? I mean, is it worth $65,000 to have that name? I you know I guess I, I mean I guess we'll see um, upwards of 150,000 people land on the site every month according to the data so it is it certainly is dragging in some you know some content there but I don't know would I pay 165 grand for it doubtful uh, but yeah, those are pretty crazy I, sites I, in their yeah, day I don't know I don't know uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, that's that story. So uh, moving along. um, So Amazon wants our palm print. What does that mean? But but just so you know, I'm I'm never I don't think Napster is going to make a comeback. That's it. Napster. (laughs) Thank you. you. That was the name I was trying to remember. Napster. I said with an N. So right. Napster. Yeah. No, Napster's not coming back. This to me is the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen. Possibly. No, I've seen a lot of ludicrous things, but Amazon wants your palm print. Now, the only time mm-hmm. I've given up my palm print was for, when you were arrested, right? No, for the TSA. Oh. Oh. Well, no, it was the global, so it was an even deeper government agency. Oh, um, I also used my palm print in China, in Hong Kong. Okay. Uh, and when you go to mainland China from Hong Kong, you have to give your palm print. Right. So, yeah, I've done that. But Amazon thinks it's a special idea. Well, a lot Mm -hmm. of people, you know, they have face recognition on their phones, the whole thing. They don't mind giving it up. What are you people doing? Think about it. What you're giving away for free. But here, Amazon's going to give you $10 in credit. Cool. (laughs) To give with your bomber. Right. If you enroll your biometric data in their new Amazon One. Uh, you know, it's a yeah, payment system. Yeah, I don't system. think so. Yeah, I, I don't really I'm think not so. doing it. There, it's going to be in Whole Foods, so you know that will attract all the uh, Karens in Home Foods. Yeah, right. And, there you go. Right, who don't, who know nothing about technology, right? And so that should be their target market because think of the data they can get. Yeah, exactly. I mean, 
Again, they should be paying you. And, oh, just wait, uh, they'll probably give you coupons, too. It's like in Walgreens when I said to them, shouldn't I be getting some kind of coupon for money or something like that? Oh, well, we don't have your email in the My Walgreens. You want to put it right here? I said, no. No. <laughs> the the yeah. couple of dollars you're going to give me for you to be able to sell my email address? Nope. Nope, yeah. nope, nope. Start yeah. thinking about these things because everything you sign up for, a big $10 here. It's going to cost you in the long run in time, frustration, and spam email. Yeah. Not to mention, not not to mention uh, impersonation. Yeah, exactly. You know, people try to steal your identity. I mean, frankly, the only time I used my palm print was when they gave me the uh, my uh, my palm print on the hall of uh, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know, when they gave me my Hollywood handprint, I went down there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went in the middle of the night. There was actually nobody there, and I brought my own cement. But you can find it down on Hollywood Boulevard somewhere. It just says Mark Cohen. Somewhere, yeah. It's just, somewhere it's just on, yeah, not somewhere on, on Hollywood. Hollywood and Vine. <laughs> yeah, no, not exactly, no. no. Uh, so anyway, uh, okay, Zillow is flipping houses. So what, this what is, is freaking crazy. If you own a house um, and you've been to Zillow, and I did sign up on Zillow because I like to keep an eye on housing markets and things like yeah. that because it's sure. interesting. I did learn the lesson, though, never to be a landlord. And thank God, because I didn't lesson. get screwed in this COVID thing. Aside from the laws protecting renters, yeah. um, they got rental vacation because of oh, yeah. COVID. And okay, I got nothing wrong with that. But what about the landlord who keeps has to keep paying the mortgage? Uh, yeah, the it's, that's a tough one. It's a real <laughs> tough one. It's not. A, it, it really is not. You know, billionaires who typically own these. Right. They're people that that bought it as an investment. They took their hard-earned savings. They bought a second home that they could rent out. And right. now, as Marcia says, they've got to pay the rent or the, the mortgage. mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you'll notice if you go to Zillow, they have a price, the Zillow estimate for your house. Right. Now that has kind of changed to that Zillow will buy your house. Click here yeah. to get get the number. I'm going, yeah, I'm not clicking that. (laughs) No. Um, But it's interesting. Finally, thanks to Vice.com, I found out what their game is. They are flipping houses. Right. Um, Zillow is doing a $450 bond deal to get the money it needs to buy all the houses. And a website called Open Door is doing the same thing. So this is the increasingly competitive high-tech house flipping market, other otherwise known as the iBuyer industry. This is not they claim people get the same thing they would get if they were selling it on, you know, on the open market or whatever, or close to it. Right. Uh, to be determined. Yeah, they invest ten thousand dollars in each home to bring it up to snuff. Mm-hmm. around that and they say they're not house flipping but if you read the business thing the i buyer market that that's what it is it's a free for all acquire at any cost right yeah and why would the they want to own homes what are they going to do with them right zillow bought only 3800 homes in the second quarter <laughs> <laughs> yeah 3800 homes yeah um, and they're handling credit. You know there's money in that, too. Of course there is. You know, on the sell side, 
So this is a big upheaval, a real pivot for the real estate market. And I recommend anybody who's going to sell a house, do your due diligence. Don't just call up a real estate broker and say, I want to sell my house. Yeah, I wonder if they, I haven't sold a house in a long time, but I wonder if they used to be outrageously high commissions. Oh, the commissions are ludicrous. Are they and still think high? about it. Okay. Yes. Yes. And think about it when your house is over a million do- worth over a million dollars or something like that. It's, oh, sure. Yeah. You're paying $50,000, $100,000 yeah. uh, for commissions. And, yeah. and if you hire a real estate broker, just a little tip that's negotiable before you right. sign your paperwork. Absolutely. Negotiate everything. That person does not freaking deserve $50,000 of the yeah. sale of your house for taking a couple of pictures and putting it on the multiple listing right. service right. and doing a couple of open houses and giving white cookies. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Just <laughs> well, unless they're really good cookies. I mean, some of those chocolate chip cookies are really 50, good. 50,000, I don't, I don't yeah. know. You could hire your own staging company that's easy to do. You can sell on your own, or you can use one of these services. Just ask anybody, yeah. but don't, don't. Zillow's gross profit per home sold was thirty three thousand eight forty nine in the second quarter. Okay, and I think it so, said. Did I read it? Just said they were going to make a billion four hundred million dollars on their homes yeah. division. Yeah. So that's that's a few bucks. It's just Good a couple them. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But just okay. be careful, folks. Yeah. All right, well, it is now the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and Best Buy for our buy of the week. All right, so, you know, I uh, I always used to look back on sound bars thinking, eh, this is a hype. How can a sound bar actually work well, unlike speakers who are all over the place all around you? So I really didn't buy a sound bar for, for a long time. And then I had one built for a TV that I have in the other room, and I liked it. And then I bought uh, within the you last You bought a Vizio months. one that you were really happy with, and uh, you Well, were I bought shocked. a Nakamichi. I actually oh. bought a Nakamichi that okay. was a, it was a, one of the high-end ones and I will tell you there is a significant difference between a high-end soundbar and a less expensive soundbar but I did just recently buy an LG for a very small TV uh, it was like 80 bucks and it was for, you know it replaced the the Vizio TV or actually a Vizio soundbar I'm sorry and it was a small one it was like 80 90 bucks and it was for a Vizio TV cuz f- traditionally TVs have the worst sound built in the wattage on the speakers. They're, ju- they're just god-awful. And these sound bars actually really work well. So today, Best Buy has the LG 3.1 channel, 420-watt sound bar. comes with a wireless, which is great, because I have a wireless subwoofer as well, and a DTS Virtual X. It comes in black. It's gotten really good reviews. It has uh, 1,189 reviews, of which there are four and a half out of five stars on the reviews. And it uh, again, it's Bluetooth connected, Bluetooth enabled, wireless connected. Um, w- having a wireless uh, subwoofer is great. You don't have to deal with you know wires running across your house. It's a 3.1 number of channels, surround sound support for DTS Digital Surround, DTS Virtual X, and Dolby Digital. Uh, comes high resolution audio, and all those bells and whistles, and it's a really pretty good price, I have to say. It normally sells for $349.99. It's on sale at Best Buy for $299.99, so you save 50 bucks off the price. And uh, check it to make sure it's compatible. Not every soundbar works well with every TV, so right. you do have to check compatibility on that. But it's fantastic. Uh, 
good price, and I recommend it. And so, again, it's the LG 3.1 channel, 420-watt soundbar uh, with wireless subwoofer on sale today at Best Buy for $299.99 off the regular price of $349.99. And that is our buy of the week. Wow, um, we don't have a lot of time left. So. No, we don't. Yeah, we got a, well, we got a little extra because we, uh, we started a little later today. Yeah, so that's true. We do that's have a, true. A, a little well, bit why more don't, time. Why don't we uh, skip to entertainment because... What the hay? I think we like still got Verizon about 10 minutes left, big... Oh, we have 10 minutes left? Oh, I think we, yeah. Oh. I think we probably got a good 10 okay. minutes left well, the show. Well, then yeah. there you go. Hey. Uh, um, so uh, why don't you go ahead and talk about, you You want to talk about uh, what makes an iPhone work better with an Android? Because I think people are interested in that. Uh, that is interesting, but the only thing I'm going to say about it for a start is in the next update of the Apple iOS, the iPhone iOS, You'll be able to send someone on Android a link to FaceTime. So I think that's that's a yeah. good idea, an yeah. excellent idea. So you know, just do that. There's there's so many things you can do. I think we'll talk more about it another time because FaceTime is really the big. Yeah, you know, I still resent the uh, different colored um, bars. You know, right. when, when in chat, I, it's just annoying to me. Um, also, Android has Google Duo. Okay. And you can install Google Duo on an iPhone, which is basically FaceTime for Android. Mm-hmm. So hey, there was an interesting thing that I did find out, and this is a problem you and I have had. Most of your Android contacts will show up as a green bubble in your Messages app. But it's not always the case. If your friend has another Apple product, like an iPad or an iPod or a Mac, it might default to their iMessages account. Remember, you were sending me texts, and it was going to my iPod. and you were never getting them, right. I never got them. So even though you're trying to send them a text, so to avoid this, you tell your iPhone you want messages to go to your friend's phone number and not the email associated with their Apple ID. So start a new message in the Messages app and type your contact's name. Before tapping their name, when it pops up in the results, tap the arrow that appears to the right of it, then choose the correct phone number, which should show up in green. And that will solve the problem. Oh, that's cool. Okay, good. Because, yeah, you know, I think that's the best takeaway we can do for this one, really. Okay. And by the way, so on uh, quickly on the other thing, in writing my book, uh, I'm dealing with a whole lot of people and a whole lot of phones. I've been learning a whole lot about smaller wireless carriers. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they, because remember, I got the uh, that little puck that I use that's a wireless hotspot yeah. that uh-huh. gives you a signal if there's one anywhere. Right. And basically, that's what these services do. I mean, Mint, you've heard about Mint. Yep. They use T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great network. Google Fi uses T-Mobile and U.S. Cellular. Visible uses Verizon. Boost Mobile uses T-Mobile for now. I mean, U.S. Mobile uses T-Mobile and Verizon. So basically, you can get a much cheaper deal on your phone carrier if you go to one of these smaller ones. Spectrum uses Verizon. Who knew? 
Yeah. So Xfinity uses Verizon. So we can go down the whole list, but it's worth looking into these smaller vendors if you don't want to spend a lot of money. And uh, yeah, well, I think I think my tech editor, and I know he travels around the country because he does a lot of tech things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he uses Cricket. Interesting. Yeah. Why why are we married to the big three? Because they give us free streaming that we're actually paying for. <laughs> yeah, which I'll talk about in a second, right? All right, we talk about that for a second. Well, all right, so Verizon is offering customers up to a year of free AMC Plus. I don't even know what AMC Plus is. Streaming. Um, if you do certain things on Verizon. If you buy a new phone, a new higher-end phone on Verizon, they will give you one year free of AMC, which is, I think, normally about 9 bucks a month. So you're saving about $100 if you, if you want to watch okay. AMC. So if you bought said phone on a deal, let's say with Verizon, right. you could probably get a free phone. You could probably get 50% yep. off if you watch the deals and buy your own. AMC Plus streaming. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I just it works. wrote that chapter in the book, and I compared some of these deals. And you have to, you know, think about it. Don't just make it easy for them. So, okay, I'll do that. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. You're paying for it. <laughs> yeah, you know, which reminds me because as I was reading through the story, they were talking about the five G phones and such. So I want to just divert for one quick sec. Oh, Are yeah. you familiar with five G Plus? Uh huh. Because Well, let me tell you something interesting. My son called me. He was up in San Francisco. Remember I was, told you there were two different kinds of 5G yeah, years ago. <laughs> well, I have to tell you that I haven't seen it active, but all of a sudden he was on his phone. He was going to a baseball game in San Francisco, and he called me. He said, do you know what 5G Plus is? And I said, mm, sounds vaguely familiar. He got 780 megabits per second. Right, and you'll find 5G. them in stadiums. Yeah. You'll, fi- yeah. you'll find them in cities, and you know why? Um, well, aside from the fact that the venue pays for it, it's what we talked about. It was the different types of 5G. Some of the 5Gs right. don't go through walls really well, but in an outside situation, you can be blazing. Yeah, and th- in this case, he was not attached to a Wi-Fi network, obviously. He was just attached to a 5G. Right, he wasn't right. even in the stadium yet. He was just uh, walking to the stadium. And right, all set- you have to be is outside. You have to be right. within a certain range. Yeah. Right, correct, and you pick that up. So, yeah, that was kind of interesting. So, uh, anyway, all right, so we should probably got a few minutes off. We should probably talk about some new movies and such. Uh, we were just talking about Ted Lasso, which is just Oh, I love Ted Lasso. I love, I love Ted Lasso. It's a great show. I hope they don't screw it up. I really Really they, don't. They haven't so far. I have to tell you, the first three or four episodes—excuse me—the first three or four episodes have been uh, really terrific. Uh, that's a really good one. If you're looking for some fun on Apple TV Plus, Schmigadoon. Schmigadoon is a six-episode uh, series of a uh, New York couple who run into this like I don't a Disney home where they they everything is in song and it everything turns into a musical and it was uh-huh. a really fun my wife and I watched and it was really terrific we thoroughly enjoyed the show so that was kind of fun are you watching anything uh n- you know it's terrible and folks writing a book is not easy this is why other people hire people to write books for them it, it's been all-encompassing, and when I'm done at the end of the day, I'm really too tired. I have, you know, enough energy for one Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's about it. That's about all I, I can cough up. 
So yeah. yeah well, there's just... a there's a new one out. Uh, it's called Mr. Corman. It stars who I th- this kid is a phenomenal talent. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. He was originally in that show Third Rock from the Sun and has made a ton of movies. He's a song and dance man. The kid is absolutely terrific. He wrote, produced, executive created, blah blah blah. And it's a really funky kind of if you like quirky shows, that one's on uh, Apple TV Plus. Uh, along with, do you know Juno Temple? You'll know when I tell you. But do you know who she is? Yes. Yeah, okay, Juno Temple is this wonderful actress who is actually on Ted Lasso. And uh, she is part of this new show, uh, Mr. Corman, which, uh, as I said, you can pick it up on uh, um, Apple TV+. Plus. So that's kind of a fun one. And then there's a bunch of new movies that have been coming out. You know, I have to say, um, they're continuing the stream. I just watched uh, Suicide Squad on HBO Max which is one of them, I think it's either Marvel or Disney, I can't remember which group it is. And it's really kind of a crazy mishmash of stuff, but it's kind of a fun one. Um, and then uh, Black Widow is getting great reviews. And th- despite the big uh, controversy that Scarlett Johansson has with the studio about her not getting paid for the streaming issue, um, I don't know, how do you feel about paying 30 bucks for nope. a movie? Yeah. Um, unless I have a few friends over. Right, and you can but get I five have bucks to tell each. you, watching that Field of Dreams game, oh yeah, I would have paid thirty bucks easy. Oh, did you yeah. hear? There's no Pacquiao fight. Uh, no, I did not. What did he no get? No Pacquiao fight coming. Yeah, someone got a boo boo. So there's <laughs> no Pacquiao fight, but they say they're going to be doing uh, the Field of Dreams thing. They may make it an annual thing. That's yeah, going to be an expensive ticket. I mean, for those of you who didn't see what Marsh is talking about, it was fantastic. They ne- it wasn't on the actual Field of Dreams field. It was next to it, and Major League Baseball spent $8 million or $6 million building a stadium for 8,000 people to watch the Yankees and the White Sox, which I assume were the original team from, uh, from Field of Dreams. Well, yes, and, because it was about the Boston Black Sox, the team right. that threw the World Series. Yeah, and, to see, and all of a sudden you see... Um, uh, Kevin Costner walk out from the cornfields onto the field, and suddenly he's followed by all these Major League Baseball players just walking through the co- cornfield. It was really a chilling moment to see that if you were a fan of, and who wasn't a ch- fan of Field of Dreams, and if you've and you never know, seen it. Field wow. of Dreams is the number one movie right now being streamed, so if you haven't seen it. wouldn't surprise me at all. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth watching, and again, definitely go out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, Marcia, as we always say, we uh, please don't drink and drive. We want you back with us next week. And uh, have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. don't forget, tell your friends, subscribe, and please leave us a good review. Give us stars, because that's what we need. If you enjoy our show, we're here for you every week. So from Mark and me, bye-bye, and see you next week. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.